You're listening to the Jerry and Jacoby podcast, Success Without Sacrifice, a podcast by two entrepreneurs at different stages of life, sharing real life experiences, managing a successful business and family life. It's honest talk about lessons learned, balancing family, faith, business, and personal growth on the journey of making our dreams a reality. Now, here are your hosts, Jerry and Jacoby. Hello, welcome to the Jerry and Jacoby podcast. I am Jerry here with my good friend Jacoby, and we are super fired up. Today is a first for us. It's our first second interview. Tristan was our first interview, and uh, he is up again. So Tristan Amada, welcome. Dude, and, I'm uh, happy to be on, man. Yeah, we're super fired up. We've been we've been talking, trying to put this together for a while, and it's exciting because. One of the reasons I'm really excited about it because it was a little over a year ago you were on and uh, just to see what you've done in the last year and how many things in your business has changed and growing and uh, really want to get into that. Uh, a lot of people in our audience know who you are. Uh, we run because you're just such uh, such a presence in the real estate space. And we uh, we always enjoy talking to you because you you do such a good job at giving value no matter where you show up. That's super kind, man. That's super kind. And I was staring at Jacoby's pineapple on my screen. So I thought, I thought people would need to know about that. Just I think that's the favorite part. That gets quite a few comments. Uh, this is because it's, it's like it's the only thing that's so colorful, man. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're bringing we're bringing light to the pineapple there. So yeah. Yeah, wait, wait, Jerry, you need a pineapple in your background, dude. That would, be, that would be awesome. The double pineapples. Yeah, we'd get the, uh, that would be our shtick, huh? We, that would be, that's kind of, where's the pineapple? Why'd the yeah, pineapple yeah. move? Yeah, Who's got the pineapple? Yeah, that's maybe funny. we should move the pineapple around. Maybe oh, every episode, pineapple. have it in a different spot. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So Tristan. Well, I'm glad, to have, I'm glad yeah. to have Tristan back too. So just let, yeah, I'll throw in here, yeah, uh, just like Jerry said, uh, awesome getting you back from a year ago and all that, and then where we've come from. And so I'm excited to have you back on. So we'll just roll right into it. Let's go. So I wanted, I'll jump right in. You know, we've had you on before. So our audience uh, has got to listen to you. Uh, they can go back. We'll post a link to uh, the previous episode that you were on in the show notes here. So you'll be able to catch that. Um, but, you know, things that you're like, I know you're doing is like when we had you on before, you had your real estate team and you had lab code agents and you're kind of helping a couple companies out, but talk to us about what you're going on. Cause you got like about 13 new things that uh, you're doing this year that apparently, you know, you didn't sit back uh, during during the COVID months, you did not sit back waiting for something to happen. You went and created a bunch of stuff. So I want to jump right into that. Yeah, dude, that's, that's a good place to start. I think I was by accident, by just going online and, and just helping out people through lab codes. I was in an interesting position during COVID that I was already doing where the world ended up because of COVID. And I was like, oh, crap. And Instead of instead of saying, wow, you know what? The world's going to die. We're all going to die. I was like, I need to help everybody, at least in our industry. And so I decided to go all out on webinars and be like, I need to be the calming voice, the education. The, let's, let's see what we can do in this world. And I'm going to do five to six webinars a day. And so I did. 
And the first two weeks I was dead tired. I was like, what the hell did I do? But the one thing that that caused is that everyone then started changing their perception of what I was doing. And I thought I was doing pretty good before I realized I wasn't. It was when I did that, that then people are like, holy cow, who is this guy? And then that propelled me into other things because as you start doing things that you're really uncomfortable with, but that you feel like you need to do, and you're actually doing them, they they teach you along the way because those people now that, that were there that you're helping out, they become kind of like not only supporters, but they become the reason that you're doing it. It's like, damn, you know, I didn't realize how many people needed this. I'm just going to go deeper into it. And that was cool to see for me. And then with that, I had opportunities that I saw other companies are like, well, so what, what do we do? Right. We don't want to be left behind because nobody knew that real estate was going to be the one thing that blew up during COVID. Right. Yep. Who knew that? I didn't. Yeah. I we're mean, all, I was talking, we're freaking out. Right. I was talking to some economists. I mean, in lab coats while we were doing the webinars and they were like, no, this is definitely a V shape. And I was like, I, I read all the information they sent me and I was like, oh, yeah, that, that looks real. But I mean, I'm still concerned. Right. Yeah. And they, I mean, all the stats were right. And we were putting that out on lab coats. And I was like, oh, damn, I, that was right. So we got that right just from continually researching. And then when the market turned, well, who had been giving them all the information, right? Yeah. So then they came to me and I was like, holy, what just happened? And then that's when Glenn reached out to me, Sanford. He's like, dude, I just bought Success Magazine. And we've been friends for a long time, right? And, and people are like, how, how do you know Glenn? Because you're with Keller Williams. And he started EXP. And how are you guys so close, right? And I'm like, well, it kind of started with Realtor.com when we were both part of the broker advisory board. He was starting this crazy little company called EXP. <laughs> it, had like, it had like 300 people in it. And that's when I met him. He's like, dude, so I've got this company and I'm going to grow it so big. I'm going to, I'm going to take like these little bus tours all across the United States. And I'm looking at him like, I don't know, man, that doesn't, that doesn't sound like it's going to blow up. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, I'm a nice guy. So I, I didn't, I didn't, be, I wasn't like, dude, that's stupid. <laughs> I was just like, okay. I go, dude, I, I don't know if that's for me, but like text me and we'll be like, we'll figure out if this is for me or not. And at least, we can be friends. So that's how that relationship. And then we texted back and forth forever until he bought success magazine. Cause he became a billionaire. And, uh, and he's like, dude, I bought it. He's like, can you help me out community side? Right. But that's, that all goes back to everything I built along the way and my ability to pivot and shift through every market too. Right. Not only on the real estate side, but on the business side, because here's one thing that we've noticed too, and you guys see this too, because you interview people. There's two ways to look at, to look at everything that's happening around you to you. You either look at it as an opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. yep. or, or you look at it as something that that's a problem, right? And it goes back to thousands of years before. It's biblical, it's philosophical, whatever. The very first person that comes to mind is Marcus Aurelius where he would say, the obstacle is the way, right? 
you have a problem? Well, guess what? You have to go through it to fix it. Right. 100%. And, and that's, that's how I, that's how I lead my life. Right. So it's not good or bad. It's what's the opportunity here? Because I know there is one. So yeah, and you can't sit you still, right? You can't no. sit still. That's the thing. That's the thing I've, uh, I've always liked about, uh, well, watching you for one. And then the other thing it brings up is, is like, uh, you've already been preparing for the opportunity you're at right now based on all the work you did in the past, you know? And so doing all that work in the past and then, you know, coming to where you're at, it's, it's, uh, it's just, a uh, coming all coming to fruition. Those seeds have already been planted. You know, dude, that it's a really good, it's a really good point. The sitting still part and then doing the work so that you're prepared for what happens. I think the sitting still part is, the more time I've taken to be able to create has allowed me to be able to anticipate what's happening next. I mean, both of you know, like I, I'm, I don't, we, we don't, I don't usually like push religion or push any type of thing like that. But like one of the things I do pray for is it's like, Hey God, can you please just help me shift through any, any challenge that happens in my life, can you help me just be able to, if I can't anticipate it, right, help me be able to see an opportunity so that I can help more people, right? Because I don't always see an Dude, we don't always see an opportunity. Have you guys ever read the book Greenlight by Matthew McConaughey? All right. No. So you've got to, you've got to listen to it. Cause it's him talking. So he's like, all right, all right. right? <laughs> so he's really good. So you've got to listen to it. And in it, he talks about green light, which is just meaning like there are some things that you don't even know are for you until you're like fast forward way into the future. And he goes, that's when you realize, realize that was a green light. Right. And I was like, Oh, it's so good. You got to listen to it. And so, yes, a lot of us are so so stuck in the moment saying, this is terrible. This is not good. Wow, this is, why is this happening to me, right? When just taking time to actually be still, right? Like Ryan Holiday in the book, Stillness is the Key. He's like, sometimes we just have to slow down and, and reflect and say, well, what's, what's really going on here, right? And I think that's when you start, when you sit still, you start realizing what your priorities are in life. And that's taking care of the self, right? Spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, right? Physical health. And then family, right? Whatever family looks like, because it all looks different to us. It could be pets, siblings, friends, spouse, children, and then business. But sometimes we don't see the business opportunities because they're clouded as, well, I have to prospect. I have to make this amount of money. Like every time you're coached, where do they start? They start with, have you prospected? What are your numbers? It's like the total reverse, dude. That's not where you start. You mm -hmm. got to take care of this, the self first, right? And look, unfortunately, we look at, we look at what the media gives us, good and bad. But at the very top, you have all the billionaires, right? Because now they become, they become celebrities too. And you look at the life they've led and they've put everything on the back seat except for making money. And you can see their life, right? What does that look like? Versus 
When you say that, you're talking like Bezos, Gates. Is that what you're referring to, or dude? Look at the top. Yeah. Look at the top ten, and tell me, tell me their family values. Yeah, we've so, talked about that on the podcast before. We had a whole episode around that. There you go. And family values, it's like, well, where do they go? I mean, let's let's talk about self principles. How do you live your life, right? Are you a living proof of an example you want to be for your kids, your family, those people around you? Right? I think we forget. It's like the grandma question. I always say, like, were you a good example today? Like, my, uh, my yeah. grandma's like, were you a good example? And I was like, oh, I always have that in the back of my mind. Like, was I a good example? Today? <laughs> okay. And I think, and I think back, and I'm like, I, there was this one part in the day where I could have, I shouldn't have said that, or <laughs> I should. Happens every day. It's like we're all working at it, but just being aware of it makes you, makes you realize that you can do better. Hundred percent. Right? When I take a look at you and uh, and how you've done things over the, I mean, it's been the entire time I've known you, but especially like the last year. And then when you were telling the story about how Glenn Sanford called you, like you guys are, you're real similar in that, you know, like you, you give your cell phone out. Right. And it's not a, a phone that goes to some assistant. Like I text you and you reply to me. It's, it's you, you know, and, um, and then I'm looking on Instagram and you're like at the beach or something like at the, I'm like, what are you doing? Reply to me, you know, like, but Glenn's real similar in that, like you, you know, you reach out to him, you know, through messenger or something and he's going to reply. And so you guys have that. And then the one thing that when we look at all the stuff that you're doing, it's, it's super, you're super relational. Like you've built those relationships. You're talking about how, you never had an idea when you were on the advisory board at Realtor that you met this guy who's starting some brokerage you thought was ridiculous is going to buy Success Magazine. I mean, that's just monstrous. Um, no, and so you were really. just, that relationship to you then was as important to you as it is now. So you didn't treat your relationship with Glenn differently based on where you're at. And you're a really great example of that. And when you're talking, you're doing webinars with all these companies. Like I, I, I never thought about this before, but as you're talking about it and I know, you know, you're doing webinars with like KCM and, you know, Travis, Tom, and those are all relationships you had. So when, when things hit the fan two years ago, you, you just took all those relationships you had and you guys combined your efforts to really get after, uh, really get after that shift. Yeah, I think you realize how important relationships are when things are tough, right? And you realize who the who the true leaders are at that point. And then they also realize who the true leaders are at that point. It's like, I want to associate my with somebody like that because they're putting they're putting other people first, right? Whatever it is that they do, they know that that's the key to success is helping out others it's you've heard it every did you've heard it often it's like the more people you help the more success you'll have i think there's a lot it's a lot deeper than that because it's not it's not the success of finances that i'm envisioning right Mm -hmm. i i love the success part of being able to to talk to people and empower them to grow into a better version of themselves and that starts i guess from me loving watching that with my kids like i love that right a lot like this is why i play with them daily and we yell at each other when we're playing right Uh. but i'm also learning i hope 
there, sorry, I'm teaching. I hope I'm teaching that sometimes in the real world, you kind of get yelled at a little bit and you kind of have to cope with that internally and be like, God, it's okay. It's, it's a little competitive. As we play Minecraft, we play, um, we play bed wars. It's a, it's on a, on a server called Hypixel. And we're, we play three, three, cause it's my daughter, me and my son, 15 and 10. And, and I'm 44, right? There you go. Uh, so all three of us, and then we play against other people online, right? And their kids and their adults. But the cool thing is all three of us are communicating with each other. And you know how it used to be, let's go throw the football outside. My, my dad and I, we used to throw the baseball. Now it's me like, hey, guys, let's go and play, right? But it's so cool because I'm watching them learn how to cope with losing, consistently winning right communication let's work as a team let's do this how it feels and there's so much to that that i didn't anticipate when i when i was starting to play with them that it's an opportunity and i feel the same way with the industry where you talk to somebody and then you empower them to do more based on hey here are my experiences from talking to people and from doing this and then them going out and doing it Dude, that's a beautiful thing to see. Yeah. You're like creating an environment for your kids in order to teach them life lessons essentially is, is what you're doing. Then you're also doing that in business as well. Right. So kind of what you're saying. Yeah. And that's like, I, I think you're like naturally good. Are you just naturally good at that? Every time I talk to you, it just makes me feel good. I know that people are like, people always remember the way you make them feel. And you know, and it's Ooh. like, man, every time I get on with Tristan, I just feel I just feel better. You know what I mean? So it's like, I love that. I don't, even, I don't even know what it is, but it's like, you know, I don't know if that's natural or you've worked on that, but that's like, no so idea. that's what I see. Like, that's what I you know see. What it like, starts with me. I thought about that the other day. And because I'm like, how can I reproduce this, this part? Cause I suck at a lot of things. Okay. Let yeah. me tell you, but that's one thing that I'm great at. And I was thinking back, I'm like, how can I reproduce this to help my kids? Right. And I thought of one thing T.D. Jakes told me, Bishop T.D. Jakes, he's like, he's like, Tristan, it starts with humility, right? Mm -hmm. Humility. And then I interviewed somebody last week, best-selling author, I don't remember her name, Cy Wakeman. She said, yeah, it starts with humility, but how do you get to humility? And I'm like, mm -hmm. how? She's like, gratitude. I'm like, oh, damn, that's right. That makes a lot of sense. I just never put those two together. Of course, Right. And so we oh, broke down okay. gratitude and I'm like, well, and you already do that. Cause I know from your routine, yes. you have, you work gratitude into your daily routine, like you and what you're thankful for. And so yeah. you already have that. Uh, but check this out. Them. The thing that she helped me see was that it's not just being grateful for what you think is good. It's just grateful for things like What's happened, dude, like for us, it's naturally, it's natural for us to categorize good and bad. But mm -hmm. if you fast forward 10 years from now, how do you even know what's good or bad? Because that bad could have turned out to be the most amazing thing in your life. Exactly. So he, she said, don't try, try not to categorize. Why don't you just say, what are you grateful for? The experience? What are you grateful for here? What happened? What can you learn from it? And then you slowly start shifting those habits that you create of categorizing things. And I'm like, that's hard. That's tough because I always categorize, I always, I'm grateful for, right? The good stuff, right? 100%. Mm -hmm. 
And that got me thinking in a whole different direction. And I'm like, that's, that's pretty powerful. And I think the more we realize that, you know, what could be good for me is not great for you. Right. And vice versa. Like, the story, the story I think of when you say that is like, uh, I think it, I think it created the best basketball player ever. Right. Cause he, I was like, Michael Jordan got cut going and playing high school <sighs> ball, you know, and it's like, the greatest basketball player that ever lived, I guess it's debatable now, but in my eyes, the greatest basketball player to ever live didn't even make his high school team. And like you're saying, like at that point for him, he probably thought that was the worst thing ever. I could remember myself like trying out for my basketball team and I've never been cut before. And I was like, man, if I ever got cut, I would just be, you know, I would be devastated, but it's, you know, how do you respond to that? And then because he responded the way he did, you know, that was the greatest gift for him because he became the greatest basketball player ever. Right. So it's like, that's exactly what you're saying is, you know, that's like the, the curse can be the gift depending on, you know, how you, how you yeah. use it or whatever. But dude, I think, I think that is, that's right. That's so true. I think adversity, we, we know this adversity eventually creates a better version of you. And so that when I go back to my kids and, and my team, I think, well, how can I, how can I help them see adversity as part of life so that they can see that it's just another opportunity for us to grow? For sure. And, and I think that's where COVID split the world up, right? Like you have that whole set of people saying, Oh, damn, this is gonna, this is uh wow, I can't handle this, right? Mentally, mentally can't handle this. And then it started creating a whole bunch of, on top of the COVID problem, they started creating a whole bunch of other physical ailments, right? Because anxiety, depression, all that. And then you had the other side of it. Like, this is, this is an opportunity in a good way, not an opportunity. And how can I take advantage of this, right? But I think that's important to see. And, and that's what I keep on thinking through. Like, am I, this is what I think of all the time. And I'm getting personal here because I think, damn. All right. I, I had a lot of adversity growing up. Right. And it was tough. But did I just remove all of that adversity from my kids? Like now what? Like now what happens? So now I'm thinking, I mean, I'm glad I kind of yell at them when we play games now. Right. Because I'm like, <laughs> you were supposed to be on that side. You didn't cover it. <laughs> Right. It's terrible watching it. So, uh, <laughs> but now I'm thinking, you know what? That's good because, because that's how I grew up. That adversity made me, made me feel like it's okay. Like this is, this is okay. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go above this. And it made me function better in adversity and challenges. So now I have to think, what can I put my kids into that can recreate that. And the only thing I can think of for my team and kids is to continually make them uncomfortable by placing them in things that challenge them, right? Like sports, uh, yeah. situations like our teams, like, hey, you're not calling for sale by owners? I don't care if they don't work. I want you to call them. I want you to be uncomfortable, mm -hmm. to get comfortable with that. So that that's what I'm, I'm always thinking about. Have you seen that movie King Richard? That's about dude. That's on my Williams. list. That's on my list to watch. So, yeah, I just watched that last uh, weekend, and I I don't do a ton of movies, but I ended up watching that. And it was good. And he had this one. There's a this is not a spoiler, so uh, 
but it's um he uh venus is playing in a in her first professional tournament and venus has had all the better coaching she's gotten like uh because they could they couldn't afford anything and they could only get coaching for free for one person. And so Serena had to like really grind it out the hard way and Venus was getting all the attention and uh, their dad. Uh, so Serena's looking at the court, like there's nobody in there and he comes down. I know it's been hard. He goes, but this is the plan. He goes, Venus is going to be number one in the world, but you will be the best of all time. You will be the greatest of all Whoa. time because Dang, of the, crazy. because of the way you had to go there. Cause the route you had to take to get there. I'm dude. It's so cool that, that he understood that. Right. He wrote a 72 page plan before they were born That's and almost all of it came true. All right. No more spoilers. Dan. <laughs> yes, this is not a spoiler. This is not a spoiler. This yeah. is how it is. I knew that before I watched the movie. What the I knew hell, that, dude? So. <laughs> Pretty nuts, <laughs> but just, yeah, I mean this because, the, you know, so we're talking about the adversity that made her reach for greater levels. Dude. Yes. Yes. That's all, right. all right. So go ahead. You got something? No, else to I was saying, let's get us back on track here. No, no, it's good. Yeah. I, when we were talking about having you back on, uh, one thing that Jerry and I was talking about is uh, one of the things about you and our perspective, our perception of you is that you get a lot of stuff done. And so my question is, are you getting more stuff done from when we spoke to you last or, or are you just, is to you, is it normal output? And then if you are getting more stuff done, what have you changed since the last time we spoke to you? Are you, you know, leveraging what, what kind of, what are your thoughts there? Yeah. So yes, I'm getting more done now. And the way that it started to be able to get more done was I needed to, I needed to identify, I had, I had one session with myself. So you see that whiteboard mm -hmm. behind me, there's a big whiteboard. And so I had a session with myself where I sat, it was a one day thing. And I sat there and I'm like, okay, let's break down everything that I'm doing, everything that I spend my day through doing. And let's identify what the most important thing that I should be doing currently where I'm at, right? And for me, I identified that it was creating content, right? This is why content blew up for me over the last year, right? Mm -hmm. So I identified that that needs to be the one thing. And I'm like, well, I can create the content, but I can't distribute it. I can't dice it up. There's no way. So then that's why I started hiring more and more and more VAs and, and, and in-house staff. So now I've got 27 VAs. And people are like, well, what the hell do you have 27 VAs do? I'm like, well, let me tell you, I have them do a lot, right? Uh, like six of them I just have as multimedia uh, VAs, meaning graphic design work, editing videos for me, for my team, uh, putting it into TikTok and Instagram, shortening video, identifying what parts of webinars are should be highlighted, right? Transcribing. And then, dude, I'm listening to a podcast this morning with my son on the way to take my daughter to school. And it's with, it's Joe Rogan. And I don't usually listen to Joe, but somebody sent this one to me. He's like, he just interviewed Mr. Beast. And Mr. Beast is the number one YouTuber in the world, right? Yeah, I saw that. And I'm like, okay, I got to listen to this. So I'm listening to it with my son, who's 10. And he's all pumped out about it. And I'll listen, I'm pumped up about it. I'm like, 
I'm like, Mr. Beast is 23 years old and I'm learning <laughs> from this guy, right? I have no ego. I, I do all learn from anybody. And I'm taking notes and I'm like, this is, this is so amazing. The one thing I can tell you just from listening to it, going back to leveraging is like, it, for me, it comes down to content and being able to touch as many people as possible all around now, all around the world. How do I do that? Dude, I never thought about it until Mr. Beast goes, Hey, by the way, Joe, you should be, you should be dubbing all of your content in different languages. Oh, wow. I'm like, what? <laughs> and so he goes deeper into it and I'm like, no way. I go, I, I've only been, I've been thinking just of the U S I hadn't been thinking of, I mean, let's think of, I'm Keller Williams, but let's think of EXP on this end. I, this and, first thing I was, I'm sitting here thinking that right. exact thought. So I, I listened to it this morning. So this is why it's fresh on my mind. So, you know who I texted, right. With EXP. I'm like, dude, dude, you know, we run these podcasts. You want to grow? Like, why not? Why not use it to go? What, let's, you know what? I go, let's Google the top five most visited, like most languages, uh, <laughs> most spoken languages. So we broke that down. English, Mandarin, Hindi, Spanish, I thought it was. And then I don't remember. I love French. French, which is crazy. And I go, all right. I go, where do we want to start Spanish? It's easier mm -hmm. for me because I speak Spanish, right? So let's, let's work on Spanish. So the next thing I did, I mess, I texted my top three VAs and I go, guys, this is our plan, right? I don't waste time now, right? This is our plan. We're going to dub these specific videos and we need to hire somebody who speaks Spanish, who can translate and then dub them. And then we need quality control to make sure that that's in fact what we're saying, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let's let's start thinking of creating this for the different countries right so now dude off of listening to a podcast 20 minutes in i'm already like dying inside i'm like i need to do this and that was an opportunity and so i'm always looking here's what i'm going to go back to on this the reason i can do that is because i identified my priorities my priority mm -hmm. for me right besides family right what that looks like besides taking care of myself on the business side, it's creating content. That's all it is, right? And in order for me to create great content, I need to be taking care of my mind consistently, right? I need to be careful who I associate with, right? And that that part, I don't think we we connect because if we want to do better internally, we need to do well within ourselves. But we always need to be learning, like, dude. If it's your job to make movies and edit and do all that, then guess what you're going to be doing all day? You're going to be on Netflix and you're going to be on YouTube. But if that's not your job, I'm not sure why you're binge watching Netflix, right? I'm not sure what you're doing. So I need you to get your priorities straight. And two of those priorities, self and family, are irreplaceable, right? That's first in that order. And then business and business looks different for all of us, but mm -hmm. I need you to take time to identify it and be like, what is it? And that's how I got better at it because I'm like, got it. I know my priority. I'm going to hire to that now because everyone I hire will keep me accountable. Cause guess what? I'm throwing money that way. And they're there either sitting, doing nothing, or they're helping me grow on that priority. That's how that's I good. do it. So yeah, uh, I'm still, my brain is exploding inside with, 
the language thing. I'm like, holy cow. I'm a, I need I need to do that. That's awesome. On your your real estate team, are you involved with your real estate team anymore? I am, dude. One of the things that I do daily is communicate with with the team. I don't I'm out of production. I've been out of production for a long time. And I, I mainly just make sure that I still I still call leads, right? You do? I do, man. I just <laughs> you so love my it? background. My background is telemarketer. In high school, I was a telemarketer. I sold okay. ink, ink cartridges and windows. And then in college, I was still a part-time telemarketer. And then it was always sales, always sales. And then I shifted into real estate and I'm like, oh, it's the same thing, right? It's the 100%. same thing. So I fit right into it, calling expireds for sale by owners, online leads. And I love the conversion part. So anytime I get a lead and nobody's on it, I'm like, oh, I guess I'll call. Like <laughs> I literally just jumped on a phone call with an Ojo lead from Malibu. And we were on the phone. It was recorded. And I sent it to my team. And I'm like, dude, get on it. And so they're looking up to $6 million all cash for land because they want to build. Mm. Right. You so, are yeah. on it. If you got an Ojo lead, you're right on it. Oh, dude, you, you need me. to be on those. Like, I like the, the gamification. I'm like, yes, it's mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, totally. I still call, but I don't go to presentations unless one of my agents wants me to go. And I, and I have that time for that day. If not, I put one of my team leaders on it and they'll go. For so sure. that's, that's typically it, dude. But the calling, I can't, I can't stop calling. I love the conversion part of it. So do I. I just love convert. I just love uh, objections. Dude, me too. Like, <laughs> I had a guy like yell. One of the guys yelled at my one of my agents the other day, and I was like, "Let's call him back." <laughs> and we, we so it was funny. so great. It was so great because then my my uh, his name's Omar. Omar was like, when we got off the phone with the guy, the guy was like, basically told us he he needed to he wanted to buy soon. He wasn't ready yet, but we got off and he like stood up out of his chair and he's like, I got goosebumps right now. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, so do I, man. That was That's awesome. Good. That's what it's about. See? Cause the guy's like, what are your guys just called me a couple of minutes ago. And I'm like, I know, man, well, you're probably getting calls all the time from agents, man. <laughs> it was just great. I just That's love good. it. <laughs> That's what it's about, man. I think finding that, finding that passion. Right. And identifying what it is that you need to be doing for the team to be able to grow. So I realized that I suck at showing property. Right. So I shouldn't be the one doing it. And even though I'm great in person with people, I think my skills for what I'm amazing at is on the back end. Right. Organizing processes, putting them in place and making sure that I'm hiring the right talent to execute on that and then be able to grow. So that's how I built my whole team around that. And that's it. So what's everything you have going like the things that I see on one year, uh, you know, you're doing stuff with a couple different companies. Like, I don't know if you're doing much with Y Lopo anymore, but like, I, I see you're doing podcasts with chime and you're doing trainings with follow-up boss. So you got a handful of companies you're working with. You're doing those interviews for uh, you're doing the podcast for success magazine. Uh, is that correct? Yeah, right, so yeah, I've got yeah. I've got follow up boss. Yeah, yeah, why don't you go through what you got going on instead of me trying yeah, yeah. to remember it all? Wailopo, yeah, we're still working. I'll be at the Wailopo event. We're going to be there in April, so I got that. Uh, Chime, Red X, Virtue Desk, who you see because I have a ton of VAs, and then I've got 
I don't know if I said Red X, Street Text. Um, I help out Keller Williams. I help out EXP with Success Magazine. And, and that has gone, that has gone deeper with success because we did so well. So our podcast is the number one podcast in Success Magazine. Really? It was awesome. And so now because of that, we're going deeper in with them. They're like, well, what else can you do? Right. And I'm like, well, I can do a whole bunch, right? Just let me do it. And so we're, we're working on that. And then and then the consulting side, we're still we're still helping out Facebook, right? And we still help out some other smaller companies. And then one opportunity that came from all of this was because of the consulting, I was like, well, maybe I can, maybe I can coach, right? I've never tried that. So I tried coaching only mega teams and brokers. And that went really well. And I'm like, damn, this is fun. Right. I didn't know I loved it. And so now we're going to start a coaching company and nice. just a little bit different. The thing is that I, I actually go on the back end of your systems and I'm like, no, 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 no. Let me rearrange it. You've got this going in the wrong direction. Show me the script. Nope. You're talking to them wrong. What about over here? Are you nurturing them? What about the year plan? It's like, I don't have that. Hold on. Right. <laughs> so it's completely different because now I, I can actually look at your systems and be like, dude, they're broken. Let me fix it. So some of the, it's like you're just kind of taking social booth to, wasn't that that, what's that event you did? Social oh, oh, uh, social storm. Social storm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. dude, we also do social media too. So yeah. the, the coaching thing, we're going to test it out and I'm excited about it because even though there's a whole bunch of coaching companies out there, I actually enjoy it. And I'm great at, I'm great at, dude, look at, look at me on social, look at our team, right? Yeah. It's the stuff we're actually doing. So it's a big difference. Who's the we're part of that? You're saying we're. I always say we do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's me and my team. Okay. Teams. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's the we. Yep. Well, then you didn't even mention like the social side. So you got the drunk on social Facebook page, oh, which yeah. is blowing up. You've got, uh, you're part of video business school, which is. They're killing it over there. They are. They're doing yeah. great. Mm -hmm. I love them. They have such a strong team, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. We're part, yes, we're part. It's Jeff, Vanessa, Nick, Michael, and myself. We're, yep. the, we're the owners of it. But they, dude, they do a lot of the heavy lifting. Yeah. I just show up and I'm like, I'm like the ugly face. They're like, Vanessa's oh, a rock star, man. She's something I mean, else. Yeah, Dude, she is. She puts yeah. everything together. Yeah, dude. So stuff like that and a whole bunch of podcasts, videos. And but look, look at everything that I do. Right. When you ask me, how do I get everything yes, done? That's what we're going to bring that back to. It all revolves around the one thing that I enjoy doing. And I know that is a priority. And that's creating content. Creating content. And that's how I that's how I made my world. I actually. I say no to a, to, to a lot of things now. Before it was yes to everything, which is fine because I was in growth mode. Now I'm in growth mode more on priorities. If it doesn't fit what I'm already doing, I have to think, I'm like, this is going to take me off of what I normally do. Is it going to be worth it for that company? Because then the last thing I want is like, well, Tristan, you really sucked at this, right? And then what? Right? Nobody wins at that point. So now I'm saying, look, this is going to be, this is not in my wheelhouse. So I don't know if I can do this, right? What are the expectations? So I think I'm looking at things a little differently. Yeah. Based on the last year, when I reached out, I wasn't sure we were going to get you. 
Uh, <laughs> but dude, I wanted to jump on. That's why yeah, I got it. And that's so appreciated. Like you bring a ton of value to our, to our crew here. What's on your hat, Jerry? What that's is a, It's precision Patriots. It's a star. My son plays, it's his travel baseball okay. team, precision Patriots. So, and then Jacoby, you've got bolt on yours. Yeah. Yeah, that's the real estate team. That's the real estate team. Yeah, Bolt Real Estate Group. Nice. Yes, sir. Nice. Sweet. See, I figured we could wear hats because we thought you'd probably be wearing one. You wear a lot of hats, so. Mm-hmm. I lost my hat this yeah. morning somewhere. Yeah. The hair looks good, though, so you look good. Thanks, bro. It was on point. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Oh, you know what? I'll tell you something. Um, there we books. go. Reading, reading books, guys. So I hear... I hear a lot of people say, well, no, I don't, I don't have time for reading. And, <laughs> and I think the challenging thing is that the challenging thing is that when you don't have time to grow your mind, that's when you stop putting yourself in the back seat, right? There's so many things I've learned just from reading fiction, both fiction and nonfiction, right? I'm, I'm okay with, but like I'm reading right now, I'm reading Beowulf. Right. Do you guys remember Beowulf? I'm like, dude, I ordered Beowulf because I wanted to reread it, the old English poem. And I'm like, this is amazing, right? This is like, this inspired so many sci-fi fantasy books. It's insane. And so I'm enjoying that one a lot. But what it starts doing is it does two things. One, it, it helps you start expanding your, your thoughts through more creativity. And the second part is you learn from other people's experiences and whether they're mistakes or their gains. And you don't always have to go through them. It's like listening to a podcast this morning. Like I would not have thought of dubbing my videos or podcasts in a different language. Like, why would I even think of that? It's a shortcut to success. And I think we, we easily forget that because we're, we're so consumed by the fact that we need to make money today. And the thing we connect to making money today is the work we have to put into making money. But it's the opposite. Yeah, the work thing is is crazy. I think we're, or at least me, I was always uh, conditioned to think you got to work in order to get ahead, or like work should be hard in order to get ahead. Right? It doesn't necessarily need, doesn't necessarily have to be hard. You know, it could be something you love, and it could be easy. But as long as you're making progress, I do have a question for you on reading fiction, though, because I've never thought about reading fiction. Right? So, my my son loves. Well, both of my sons do now. They love Star Wars. I was never into Star Wars, but now they're like getting into it and it's starting to, uh, I feel like it is like expanding my mind, you know, just all the stuff is like, I'm learning about the Jedi council. My son's a Jedi master. He's telling me I'm a, I'm a Padawan, like all this stuff. So I like cool. know nothing about it, but what do you, give me some, give me some thoughts on the fiction part you were just talking about. Cause I don't read any fiction, you know? Yeah, I think I think with I don't read a lot of fiction. Yeah, but I do put in fiction here and there only because I have noticed that that our future of, of where the world is heading is all, always revolves around fiction. So Star Trek, right? And look at Ready Player One, the metaverse, right? Mm-hmm. Before the metaverse, there was Ready Player One, right? And so you look at our possibilities for imagining what the future could look like relies on those crazy things that you read in fiction books. Mm. And so I'm careful as to what I read in fiction, but I always like whatever I'm reading 
either comes referred by somebody that, that says, hey, man, this is good and here's why. Uh, I like it expanding my mind. I know my wife reads as much as I do, which is insane. And she reads fantasy, sci-fi, like dragons and magic, and, and sci-fi. And, dude, she comes back with some crazy ideas. And I'm like, I never thought of that. That's a real, <laughs> where'd, you read, where'd you read that? She's like, oh, it was in my I'm like, damn. Damn, I need to read more fantasy. Uh, but just the fact that it expands your imagination. It's like Albert Einstein said, look, without without imagination, right? There is no, there is no knowledge, right? It all comes from what if. And that's the part we miss sometimes. But I do read more business and self-help only because I'm always, I'm always trying to get better at understanding myself. Because through understanding myself. I feel like I can understand other people because we all share the same emotions, right? Happiness, mm-hmm. sadness, anger, right? And I'm like, if I can understand that on myself, I could probably do a, a good job helping somebody else. And that's that's it, dude. So read some more. I love the Harry Potter series. That was just fun. I'm going to check out Harry Potter. Dude. I think, my, I think my kids might like that one too. That's what I need to... I haven't yeah. done the Harry Potter... They, never did Star never, Wars. You've never read Harry Potter? No. You need no. to. You need to read. It's just so fun. It's different. Yeah. I've yeah. never even seen one of the movies. Uh, the movies Not are decent. The movies are yeah. decent. No books. No movies. Read the book. I read the books yeah. first. Yeah. And they were great. The auto. The audio version. Oh, do you know what? Before you do that, go to Matthew McConaughey Greenlight. That one's. Like, I already yeah. got that one right Yeah, there. that one's I'm that, that one. On Audible. That one. Dude, yeah. that's good. You're going to love that one. And you'd be like, dude, yes, it is good. So good. <laughs> nice. Well, we're coming right up on uh, the cutoff time that you, uh, you gave us. You got to get going to your next thing. And sure. I really appreciate you taking the time. Cause I know the, the list of things you have going on is just, is crazy. And uh, you're an inspiration to, you, to us. You're definitely a great example of, you know, there's a way to get more done than we're getting done. And it's, uh, I always appreciate spending time with you and Jacoby, you got anything you want to, I know, I know, man. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Like I said, every time you come on, I feel, I feel great. So thanks for, uh, yeah, just coming on with us, sharing with the audience. And then is there anything you want to leave our folks with, uh, as you head out? No, dude, I think you guys do a great job with the show. I'm happy. I'm happy to be on and, and text me if you have any questions, Jacoby. So don't, don't be shy to text me. Jerry's texting me all the time. So I may be slow though. I'm fine with that. I'll I'll bug you. (laughs) Appreciate and, you. And Jerry, get a get a uh, get a yellow pineapple, please. All right. <laughs> <laughs> good deal. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Jerry and Jacoby Podcast. If you walked away with something of value, we hope you'll share it with a friend. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast so you get notification of all new episodes.